science by definition allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I illusion? Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck up and die. I'm so <clears throat> offended at myself that I haven't seen fucking Infinity Pool yet. <laughs> I know, you hack. I know, I was like, so I was re-watching Possessor, and I was like, what's wrong with me? Like, I, I mean, <laughs> you're not, you're not, this Possessor is superior, if I, if I dare say so. I've heard that. Um, I still, I mean, like, Mia Goth and, like, Brandon Cronenberg for what he's doing now, I'm like, I need to, I need to see Infinity Pool, so. I mean, I do, I do <laughs> like Brandon and I like what he's doing, but I was thinking about this all day today. And you know, nepo baby—that's a real, that's a real popular term right now. It's a real buzzword. Everybody's, oh, yeah. you know, loves, loves dancing around that and getting offended for some reason. Um, like nepotism hasn't existed forever. The dawn of time, that, literally. That yeah, that, yeah, that, that the, everything that exists. Period. But it is—it's like I'm trying to think. Like he, Cronenberg, Brandon Cronenberg is doing what his papa did, and then. I was like, oh, fucking Clint Eastwood's, what's his son? Brandon Eastwood. He's doing, no, his, I don't know what, I can't remember his name right now, but his first name yeah, it's was like a Western. Jake Eastwood or some shit. Yeah, something, yeah, whatever, like that. Yeah. And so it's like, he did, like, he started out with a Western. You, you know so what? Kind of like, I, like, that's cute. I always get mixed up. So Brandon Cronenberg, I thought he did this other movie, Surveillance, but that's another Nepo baby. That's David Lynch's daughter, Jennifer Lynch, oh. directed that movie. That's another one. <laughs> And it's very it is, and yeah. Lynchian, and this is very Cronenbergian. Cro- so it's, Cronenbergian, in, the fam- it's I know. in the family. It really is. And then I was thinking also fucking George A. Romero's son wrote zombie comics. <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. where, that's how we got started. Uh, so it's so a way to be. Like, oh, man. This is, it's, Nepo, it's Nepo all the way down, man. Oh, yeah. If I, I mean, if I ever somehow got fucking famous, obviously I'm going to make it happen for my kids. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Right, of course, yeah. <laughs> if I can. When, when we when our podcast when it pops off and it blows up and then oh, it's like yeah, we have dude. to make <laughs> Emmeline's gonna have to just you're forcing her. She's like, I don't want to do that. I want to sing. And you're like, No, no. You got to talk into a microphone. You're talking about movies forever. You got to keep the film club going. <laughs> I know who's gonna take over it after I die. Uh, uh, so anyway, this yeah, well, film speaking club, of death, this is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge <laughs> podcast. I'm Levi. That's Jordan. We've been, our so, brains are rotten from all the horror movies we've been fucking watching this month. Uh, I know. It's like not enough. I've been like, I've been working on the fall of the house of Usher. It's like, I've been, you know, I'm still, I'm consuming I, all the spooky I've been movies. watching like kids horror movies with my daughter. Oh, nice. So, and I've been, I've been keep forgetting to put them on letterbox, but we just finished uh curse of the were rabbit Wallace and Gromit last night. Oh, cla- dude. Classic. So much better than I so remember. Good. Like it is so, it's so good. Like it's so well written yeah. actually. Uh, and right. then obviously Ar- Ardman, man, like I'm, I'm getting excited for their new, uh, what I mean, is their, chicken run they're or doing whatever. like a chicken run sequel or whatever, right? Chicken, uh-huh. pop, chicken pot pie or something. But <laughs> yeah. that's for another day. Today we're horror movies. And obviously if you've gathered, we're talking about Brandon Cronenberg's Possessor, right? Yeah. Which I thought was his, I thought that was his debut. I thought this was his first movie, but it is not. 
Right. This I didn't is see his sophomore second, effort. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's his second one. And so it's like, I think that he's getting better. Like, Infinity Pool, I think, I mean, we're not here to talk about Infinity Pool. I'll just sum it up that it was, it's a little, it's a little too, like, predictable. And, and that's, I don't know, that's about it. It's like, it's frustrating. He gets great performances and I love his, I love his, like, body horror work. And I kind of, you know, I like his, like, he's, he does what his dad does where it's like the narrative, it's like unreliable. You're yeah. like kind of, kind of confused the whole time. I'm like what the like main characters like motives are, but like it's done well. It's going to so be, I appreciate that. It's going to be hard not to compare him oh, to yeah, I mean, his dad. Let's just get out of the way. Cause though. he's but, doing what he's, 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 but that's the thing. That's the thing. This is such a, like you, this, he's just fucking Cronenbergen his ass off. Cause this. Yeah. Uh possessor is such a like like you know <laughs> that fucking Dave Cronenberg just shed a single tear when he watched it and he's just like, That's my boy. And yeah, like, really though, yeah. Because it is like this is definitely something he would have made. Uh, I mean it makes me nervous though. I I feel like I feel like Brandon's like in the room, you know, and he's drawing with crayons and like his dad comes over and looks over his shoulder and he's like, Oh, you wanna do that, son? You don't you you wanna follow in my footsteps? You wanna you want to make those masks a little more flaccid, or <laughs> yeah, can we get a droopier mask, he's, please? Yeah, he's like, he's like, can you make that mask? Can you make that mask look a little bit more saggy and organic See, than, than, I, than you want? <laughs> he's like, no, Dad, I want to make angular lines. I want my back. I want to make things look like machinery. And he's like, no, not machinery. You make it goopy. <laughs> it's got the give me the goop. Uh, yeah. I feel like it's actually. Kind of the opposite, where it's like Cronenberg quit making goopy movies for so long. He was doing like fucking History of Violence and all those other kind of shit. And so Brandon Cronenberg, he's like, I'm going to pick up my dad's mantle. And then Possessor came out and everyone was like, wow, that's pretty good. He's like carrying the legacy. And then so David Cronenberg is like, hey, hey, now, don't be fucking stepping (laughs) on your daddy's toes. I'm still the king. And then he did Crimes of the Future, right? To be like, I'm still weird. I'm goopy. I'll goop it. I'll I'll goop it up. I'll goop it with the rest of them, man. I'll yeah. fucking umbilical you right in the butt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go listen to that episode. <laughs> God, I love that. Yeah, dude, when that that was great. Existence. Ex- existence. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Anyway, this movie uh, Possessor. So let's let's back it up. Is uh let's do oh, a sure. quick let's do a quick uh, synopsis was, and then a quick like first impressions. Is it your week? Sure. Yeah, it's my week. <laughs> you, um, you wrote I'll one obviously, you, right? Oh uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wrote it. Yeah, I wrote it right here. Let me. Let me uh <clears throat> ever the professional shuffle shuffle my papers yeah. uh-huh. and, yep. and uh here it goes. So uh this movie Possessor um is a 2020 film which we'll have to talk about that a little bit for you know covid got in the way. But uh Possessor takes place in like I actually don't even know if they say a time period but some some could, undescript near future could be now and, it's one of those things where it's like this is yeah. tomorrow you know what and i that's, mean like yeah. and that's definitely like a david cronenberg thing but anyways uh it's it's set in some sort of alternate future and voss is our main character and she's uh she kind of jacks into people's brains to perform assassinations or other other tasks that high bidders pay for and it's a real secretive team that uses kind of like organic machinery to get shady tap into your brain assassination and, yeah and com- it's it's like assass- assassinations are, are mainly you know that's 
kind of like your that's probably their their main focus is doing assassination. It must be their and bread and butter. And that's what we fall. The host. That's what we follow. Essentially, got to die. You know what I mean? So right. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and that's typically how it works. And so we open. We open where you're in the middle of a job, and uh, this woman. Holly is her name. She she comes up and she does an assassination and then she gets a pistol out and she's like, pull me out. And she's supposed to kill herself. And you you can see that like she's she's actively nervous and she doesn't do it. And then the cops come in and kill her. And then we we open up and Voss is there on the table and she goes through this this debriefing. And the debriefing is like a set of it's it's very like uh fucking um blade runner style where it's like to make sure that you're like your mind is correct you know you're you still are you you go through a bunch of objects and you have to express what the objects are and explain their significance to you and if it's not an object that belongs to you you say that and you you pass the test and you're you're she's fine to go well Voss goes to her goes to her like estranged husband and son and like she's She's acting very odd. She's like repeating a lot of phrases. She's doing like a Dahmer. She's, where she's like, she's like losing really, touch with her humanity she, and who she is because yeah. of like what her job because is. You, you can she tell so much her time jacking, being jacking other people. In. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like later we, later we find that like, you know, that's so she's with her, she's with her kids and family. You can tell that's tense and awkward. And then she gets another, you know, this, this whole movie is like one last job. And so she gets a, she gets a new job and the job, like it, puts her into Colin Tate, who is new boyfriends with this like really rich woman. Um, and they, they work in tech. Or the she, daughter you know, her of her, like her the dad, CEO of like of, a yeah. data mining company. Yeah. This huge like tech company. And they want to, they want to make it a murder suicide where Voss is playing Colin and sh- there's a dinner party. And so Colin is supposed to murder the dad and the daughter and, and then himself, you know, which is Voss is puppeting him. And uh, you you go you stay with Colin for like a, a full day before he goes to the dinner party and like he goes to work and you find out that he works like data mining is like literally people putting on VR headsets and then watching people's webcams and then they're and then they're they're mining things he's he's working in in blinds and drapes yeah, yeah. and so he just has to talk about it and it's like that's super fascinating I love that I love that like. That little detail and it's 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 cool. But anyway, like the dystopian um, Big Brother vibe that well, like encompasses right, right. this world, it, which is also kind of how we live in real life, which is one of the interesting well, yeah. parallels. Yeah. But but we've but we have like he, instead of human beings physically watching different <laughs> videos, it's AI that yeah. does. You know, we, yeah. A human being programmed something that said, "Hey, when you find an image that looks like this, catalog, catalog, oh, catalog it." But anyways, so. Colin does his job and he's he's acting weird. He's supposed to act irate because he was like an ex drug dealer. And, uh, you know, he he's with he's with the the girl. I can't remember her name, whatever. It doesn't really matter. But um, he's with her and she's like, oh, you're acting so weird. You seem weird. And then uh, he's like, oh, it's no big deal, whatever. And they go to the they go to the party and he has to he like he keeps getting he can get like he can get comms through it. So it's like Voss can hear people talking to her because she in the contraption that she's in and so she's got like, getting like fed commands by girder who's the uh, jennifer jason Lee's character who's like the main she's like the head of it you know and uh she's like feeding her feeding her things to do so she has to get in a fight and get kicked out of the party she gets kicked out of the party she comes back and she, she's calling it this whole time so colin technically comes back and uses like and you you can see it's kind of cool it's like Voss is like she doesn't like using a pistol, so she's she's given a gun, and that's supposed to be her like 
her mission is just shoot everybody and kill them. But she's like violent. She really likes, she likes it. Yeah. She, takes, she takes pleasure in killing people. So she gets a fire poker and starts like beating Sean Bean with it. And like she, uh, that was like the coolest part of this one. Like she puts it right in his mouth and it's like his teeth are prying out. And it's just like, it's brutal. No, we're going to begin and that because her character, man, is, yeah. is an interesting one. It's, it's just like, her, yeah, really? Yeah. Her psychology around like the whole thing. Uh, exactly. It'll do it. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll get into it more. But anyways, uh, you know, violently, violently attacks Sean Bean's character. Who's the, you know, the tech daddy and he tech kills daddy. the daughter and then he's supposed to kill himself. You know, Voss is supposed to kill herself, but Colin takes over. So it's, it's that kind of like the inner minds are battling each other. And Colin's like, I want to be the, I want to, you know, I'm the true host. I got to take over. And there's a really cool scene where like, it's just this like cacophony of, of different images, yeah. you know, going through. And like, he puts on her like skin. They do a really point, good job and, like, of visually cool. uh, represent, like representing of like this internal struggle of like power of yeah. who's in control of right. the consciousness. It actually sort of reminded me of when I first watched it of like get out a little bit where it's like, yeah, you know, okay. the, the little bit of the brain still can kind of come through of the other personality yeah. uh, that they're kind of like two bodies, two and I guess minds it is. sharing a body. Oh, right. yeah. I kind of forgot, though, uh, Voss's company that she works for that does this. It's kind of cool. They they actually like intercept the person. So Colin, before he got it, he got intercepted and then had like a brain. He had like a brain implant put in. So that, you know, so that they could jack into him. And it's like, it's kind of cool that that it's like, and it's like an organic, it like tech, dissolves lower tech. too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's cool. But, uh, well, that's how he anyways. damages it. Call it gets a little bit controlled, damages the brain chip. And that's right, what allows him to right. kind of, then he's running it, the ship for a while. Yeah. And, that, I mean, and on the run he, and he, and he like, he does, it's like, so like that, that's kind of the part where I got a little lost in the sauce. Like, so he, so Colin, Colin's having these like fucked up visions and he doesn't know what's going on. And he's like, he's running from the cops or whatever, you know, running from, running from the drama. And, uh, he ends up at, at Voss's husband and son's house and he's there and he's just like, he's acting weird and he doesn't really know what to do. And then it's like Voss is taking control again of him at points. And so yeah, like, Voss has got a little bit of control in and. Because it's yeah, like they he, have more of a struggle like when the other guy comes in right. to re-put Voss back in the driver's seat, essentially. And, oh, that's right. You're but right. Then You're right. That, but, I forgot about that whole scene, yeah. But then there's like still the internal but, struggle because at that point, it's like Colin, like most people, I would imagine, don't have this kind of interactions uh, when they're quote-unquote possessed or whatever by Voss right. or any of these people. But since there is this back and forth, it's like she's weakened and he's stronger. And so there's like this constant type struggle yeah, and that's he that's right learn goes into her subconscious and flips the fucking script on her and learns where her husband lives and goes there to try and yeah. be like what's happening to me i'm but, gonna go well, to and, something and in like, your life that's his that's his bargaining chip as he shows up and he's like i'll kill i'll kill your husband and your son get out of my get out of my head you know yeah, he's, fix he kind of figures out like, like fix yeah, it somehow like, like change <laughs> right, right right like make this go away and then twist of fate spoiler alert obviously this whole podcast is a spoiler alert uh, we've been doing this for 130 episodes, but um, <laughs> the twist of fate is the sun comes down, kills them. Then he, then he shoots them. And it's cool because what they do is they do the whole, who actually shot her son? Was it Voss or was it Colin? The kid dies. And right when the kid gets shot, he's like, pull me out. And you're like, Oh damn. And then it opens up and it's Gerder, Jennifer Jason Lee's character. And she was, she was the son 
she was, you know, she became the sun, which implies that maybe that sun has been in a plant for a really long time, you know, or like they've done that before in the past. Cause I don't know how long the chip lasts. Anyways, I think that was, that was interesting, but that's how it ends. And the then chips... she, and then Voss is happy with her life and she is going to continue working there. And you know, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I, I feel like on the good job. Yeah. I feel like on my second, so this was my second watch and right. it, made my much, first, yeah. it made much more sense to me. That ending made much more sense to me on the second time. Where it's like I definitely feel like so Jennifer Jason Lee's character like must have got after her son as like kind of a last ditch effort to kill two birds with one stone, deal with this Colin yeah. situation, but also force Voss to to cut off her family finally, which is like her biggest thing in the movie is that, that she's hanging on to her humanity, and it that's what showed in the butterfly scene at the end when she's like finally she doesn't say anything else about it. And uh-huh. so she's full blown. It's kind of sad because she, that's her biggest weakness is she still got this like sliver. This They even explain it's like a fracture to her real life uh, right. that's stopping her from like having complete and total control. And she can't kill herself is part she of can't the reason herself. why that. Right. And, but then once her, once they die, it's like, she's full sociopath, like full, like it's she, great. No. Yeah. It's totally, this it's is brutal, like a great yeah. movie at like <laughs> making a sleeper agent and like truly like, Truly, like, it's like, you don't know, you know that there's some part of her that is, like, like, Voss is, like, happy to do this because it makes, like, Girder happy, you know? Like, it, it they have, like, a, such a connection wow. that, like, because of you know, the, and like, she's a, and, deep. and she's, like, broken up with Michael, so it's, like, you know, her, she's not with her husband anymore, and so I feel like she's, like, distanced, and then it's kind of that, like, classic throwing yourself into your job, she's just, like, went deep but well yeah and it's like uh uh you know girder and voss have like this relationship that's like more than employer employee it's like mentor mentee and like therapist patient you know what i mean which i think it's fascinating (laughs) because like they even are like we've had sessions like she touches her like obviously she knows her most intimate thoughts and and of course she would they're dealing with the uh you know the world of fucking your mind and your persona is right. going inside. So it's like, it makes sense that she has like, kind of like, yeah, it's like, she's going to be, the, she's priming her to be the next version of her, you know, and all this. And Voss wants to, but you know, she's still clanging on man. And so well, she right. sh- fucking yeah. shoots her kid in the head. <laughs> which We're, is yeah. And it's brutal. like, I kind of, it's like, it'd be cool to have girder. I mean, I, which I think she like, definitely, this is not, she definitely, this is not did. a movie. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I think Voss, she was... Well, oh, yeah, sure. Voss killed Voss killed her son. Yeah. Like, it was... Yeah, it wasn't Colin. No, I... Colin, I, figured, I think like, Colin pulled the first shot out of surprise. And then, yeah, Voss, yeah. Voss finished well, it off out of, they like, give a, you, Yeah. The... Yeah, there's that. There is already that. I mean, clearly there's that, like, <laughs> the, the pause that, yeah, that it's, like, she gets to make the decision. And so yeah. she chooses to do it. And it's, like, it's cool because it is, like, most of the time it's, like, you know, it's... It, it kind of subverts the trope of like, you know, you do this for your family and like how to do it. Like the whole time, like towards the end when Colin starts taking over, I was like, kill the kid, kill the kid. <laughs> because all the time I was like, I know they're going to kill that child. <laughs> and then they did. And it was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. Yeah. And then it was very beautiful. That blood. That's that's the one thing. The if blood, Cronenberg, dude. The blood. If I'm going to give so good. I'm going to give Brandon Cronenberg something over David is 
his blood is a million times better. I am like it's cr- I'm crazy how beautiful it is. He used real <laughs> blood in a couple scenes, like pig's blood or something. Oh, dude, yeah. The, the first scene when uh she's that one chick and she stabs that guy to death, and then she mm. like rubs her hand in the blood, and it's like the extreme close up of her like rubbing her fingers all over the blood. And I'm like, it really could that's be. that's real blood, dude. There's no yeah. way that looks so It looks so real. good, dude. Too and like real. the blood in the neck, like how it just comes out. That's kind of, it's like, this it movie's just so beautifully <laughs> and uncomfortably intimate, man. Like, it's just, dude, everything is so close so we, and so, so we watched, soft. <laughs> no, it's wild. This is, this is how, this is what's so wild. This movie, I, we watched, I'm assuming you watched the same version that you put it on Plex. Uh, Correct. Go to. Go to our Patreon. You can you can check Get out in our plugs. But anyways, um, that was the an unedited version. So that was a, that was an barely, hour and forty four minutes. Barely, dude. I've and I've seen both the, versions. The theatrical version, though, there are like the scenes that are in it because the theatrical version is only one forty. So it like no, it's it takes 143, out one forty three, dude. It's one minute difference. Oh, it's only one minute. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was four minutes. But one still, minute. I mean, one. Okay, so then one minute probably doesn't really change that. No, much. I've seen. I wonder what the, I've, no, I've seen both versions and. After I watched this last night, I had to go look up the differences because they seemed, yeah. other than like two shots, it seemed identical to it's me. A, uh, like probably, the theatrical was version that. was still just as fucking violent. Like it was so violent. Cool. The theatrical version. Because I watched it right, I, right, right when it came out. I watched it originally and I really liked it. I thought it was really cool and really intense and brutal. And then so rewatching it. It wasn't until like last year that the unedited, the official, like this is the one I, the unsullied version uh, yeah. that they released. And so I'm like, oh, obviously, if we're rewatching it, I want to watch that version, right? So we watched that version and it's not that much different. <laughs> like there's literally probably like three extra shots. And uh, okay. it's like, well, I think in the, I think it's probably in the, in the, all the, I don't even know how you, I don't know what you, call the scene when it's just all the all the mashup and like the all the like the the world bending and breaking apart you know that that all that like i don't know what that is that, that like psychological montage of kind of depravity and then them and then them mind melding and stuff anyways that whole those they do that like twice in this and uh that the one scene when he is in the bedroom and then like they're having sex together and it's like she's like got a penis and it's like that really like that, trippy surreal. That shot is the one that's, for sure. That, that's that like, wasn't in the. Original I know that. Cut. <laughs> I know that's not in the original cut because that was the one. That was like the one thing that Brandon Cronenberg said. Like he was like, "This is what I like envisioned it." And so they like everyone on set and, was like really down for it. And it was like the one that I remember got cut because it was like going to be NC seventeen. Well, they don't like really they don't funny. like erect penises, which it's like they're showing. Yeah, like because that when then when they're watching the data mining of basically that girl and her fucking oh, spread pussy yeah. and his uh-huh. big hard cock, uh, they yeah. cut that wasn't in it, and then like that, one right, or two shots of the extreme close ups of the violence a, for like a yeah. split second is like the only difference. Which, but I think that I think that I loved it. I loved. Oh that, yeah, like, it added. I loved it, like, well, the scene. The sexuality made it very like it's weird. It like made it intimate, but kind of like inappropriate. Well, like, and it, I felt like I I shouldn't be. Well, I made it personal scene, like to her, to her character because, yeah. like, I'm really glad because that uh, that scene it does feel like it's kind of building to that shot. Like, it's kind of uncomfortable because it is like this weird, like she's like losing her identity and like is kind of getting invested in this and is connecting it with like sex and violence and power. And she's literally like, <laughs> it's like cutting as she's penetrating this girl to yeah. the fucking knife going into this guy's neck all in slow motion. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's right. this like 
wires in her head. Um, and so it, that shot really is kind of like the climax of that scene. And it doesn't really, yeah, it really, it does really add to like the uneasiness, the surrealness and her character. So without it, I think that scene is kind of just kind of bland. So I'm glad that it works. Everything else, no. it was just as violence. This movie was still always horrifically violent. It starts off so brutal when she just fucking stabs the shit out of that guy like a hundred times. And then that's what's great is like, this is like to death so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's like the, the stabbing like is so realistic. And then the, the, at the end there's the meat cleaver scene. And it's just like, it just goes on just long enough that you're like, Oh fuck. It was like, it feels so real. You're yeah. like, this is like, is that like you well, kind of lose control and you've like, you know, you're just on manic and you're like, well, the like types of violence, like, uh, like we talked about green room recently where it's like that shows right. like really intense violence and short bursts. This, this is definitely revels in it a little bit more, but it is also like yeah. really realistic and really raw and the sound design, but it's just like during the meat cleaver scene where it's like, it cuts to his fingers and they're slowly like, unfurling. Oh my God. The unfurling. So, good. so cool. <laughs> so good. Yeah, dude. I was thinking, I'm like, that'd be a sick tattoo. Just, just <laughs> like the summer. fingers. Yeah. yeah. The, like the fingers. That would yeah. actually be a sick tattoo. But, uh, uh I don't, yeah, man, this, <laughs> I don't know. I, I liked this. I really liked it the first time I watched it, but I liked it so much more the I, second time. And I, this is, it's a million times better than well, the reason infinity pool kind of sucks is like, it follows way too many people and it tried to be like, it's like, it's weird. He's like, he should just stick with like the psychological aspect of yeah, a human being. It looked like kind like of a social, aspect. yeah, like a social yeah, commentary social, type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, Which, it, like, I, I, I still want to. Like, I still plan on no, very much I, seeing it. I mean, I, I highly recommend it. It like what bums me out is like the whole. I mean, I don't know if you know the in the trailer how they talk about it. it like, seems weird, right? There's like I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything for you, so just go watch don't it, and then I'll explain. It. Like, I'll explain like kind of what I expected, and then and they didn't do anything that I expected, so and I was disappointed, but. Yeah. So kind of, kind of my bad too, a little bit for coming in with different expectations, but it'll probably be yeah. better on a rewatch, honestly, because that's like, yeah, a lot yeah. of times that's how when you feel like they didn't go the way you kind of hoped it would go, and not even like expected from hype, but like as you're watching it, you're like, oh, cool, and then it goes a different route, and you're like, ah, that's not as cool. But yeah. movies, those are movies I think that do best on rewatches because then you have you know, and then you're like, okay, I can, yeah, I can appreciate right. I can, it a little bit more. Yeah, I can. But experience I, I, yeah, I've heard that this one is definitely more punchier it, and better. And it's because well, it's yeah, so and intimate, it's man. Sleek. It's, it's super sleek. Yeah. Right, sleek. right. It's so it's so like it just moves. The entire thing is constantly moving. But then like you get just like a breath enough at times. And like and it just like I love I love having like a, you know, an unreliable narrator. I like the whole time where you're not exactly sure who's in control and, you know, what's going to happen next. But like. You're kind of like, well, logically, this has to happen because, like, Colin, he's freaking out. And so, you know, he's going to go somewhere. And, like, you know, and he, Colin's kind of, like, already a fish out of water in this society. He, like, he he went from just, like, a lowly drug dealer to, like, getting into, like, you know, basically whatever royalty, tech royalty. Mm. And so, you know, and, like, the dad, Sean Bean, Sean Bean's such a good actor. Like, he's so... He's so cool. And like, he's he such just, a he plays, he plays the part. He's so good yeah, in this. he plays that part so good. But dude, get it when his teeth get bottle opened, like oh my god, it, the was, sound, it was beautiful. The sound was so design. <laughs> so like yeah, that yeah. was one of my biggest takeaways on this rewatch because it's like I had always that scene especially like they got that teeth grinding sound. Uh, it's so brutal. And yeah, he, like, pops his teeth out, and oh. uh, bottle opening is a good way to put it for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I listened to it. I've been watching all these movies this month with headphones in my office. Oh, 
Nice. And so I listened, watched this movie with headphones, and the sound design is on another level, like so much better I than bet. I than I thought it was because I watched it on my shitty TV last time I watched it, and uh, all the violence. It's like. It shows you all the violence, but it's made so much worse. Like they could not, they could cut out some of the violence and it would still yeah, be so right. horrific because the sound design is so effective. It's just like, and it's like grinding on bones and shit. And like, even the really quiet moments, like that's, that's the thing I really appreciate more about this movie. It's just like, there's so many details of like, and it's not like, oh, that's a detail to like a twist or a plot. It's just like, yeah. when she's in Colin's body, she's like taking everything in. Like one thing I noticed uh, on this rewatch, when he become when she, when boss is in Colin's body and he's like taking in the apartment and everything, he like picks up his fiance's like dirty underwear and is like examining oh, it and just yeah and it's like right. it actually is dirty underwear, just like regular woman's dirty underwear. It's not right, like right and you could like because everything in this movie is like the cinematography is like very so many close ups, so soft mm-hmm. and it's just like so many small details like that, like the little hyper close up of her like imagining that like thing floating. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, all yeah. That. Right. So and I like, love how that's like just enough. It's weird because I kind of, yeah. I kind of like wanted more of it, but it was just enough to see like, that was the, that's a fracture, you know, mm-hmm. that, that is, that is part of like, part of her like losing touch with the reality a little bit. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, it, that's great. Yeah. It's like, I, I know what you're saying. I love that. And the fact that it's something so small, it like, it like, it takes in her full attention. Like she can't ignore it. And, but in the scene too, it's just like, it's there. And then it's like extreme close up, and it's taking all of her and she grabs it and then it's gone. You know what I mean? It's just like, it just really shows like, yeah, it's the fracture. It's the focus. You know what I mean? It's like, it's bringing her out of it. And then like, literally she's got people talking in her ear, doing the job at the same time, her, you know, fucking handlers talking to her. Like, it's just this whole weird disconnect. It's like, even the way she's shot when she's in her real body, she's always framed to the side of the camera. Uh, yeah, yeah. That she's like, she's that. never quite present. You know what I mean? As herself, which is like, she's more comfortable when she's just being someone else, you know, and yeah. getting, getting off on violence. <laughs> I know, dude, she, that, that was like, that's a detail that I like too, is like, it, it, like, it shows like right from the beginning, you don't quite understand like, and I'm like, and the, I think it's like the flood of emotion, you know? Cause she, she like jacks in and to, to I, the calibration, I'm assuming that's like, just, that's like a little thing she can do to just kind of make sure she's like taking, she's still in control of the host, you know, she's the main host. But, uh, it's like every time she does that, it's like, she, she like cries and it, or like, but it's not even like it's, I mean, it's crying, but it's like not cathartic. It's like, she's holding it in and like trying not to crack. And then she just cries and it's like, it's great. And like, I wonder if that's kind of like the get out version where they, you know, the, the, she's fighting the person, she's fighting the host or whatever. The, that's definitely the, like, what main I, body. it's definitely what I get when the main body, right. like every time she goes to kill herself, that's like the main body is yeah. like their deepest survival it, instinct. Yeah. It's like, cause the girl at the beginning, which, uh, that girl, man, who she was like not in it very much, but she fucking killed it performance wise because it's just like she puts the gun in her mouth and it's just like this oh, huge dude. range of emotions and she's just like can't yeah. do it. And then she finally is like suicide by cop, you know, and uh, I know. Right. right, right. <laughs> I don't know. It's so good. I, I, I really love this movie on a second rewatch. First time I really liked it. Second time I really loved it. I really like it a lot. Dude, yeah, you should <laughs> hear these. Uh, I love the 
the hashtags for this movie are body horror, questioning sanity, lack of empathy, choking during sex, <laughs> looking at oneself in a mirror. <laughs> yeah, there's some like, mirror. Yeah, classic. Effective there's definitely mirror some mirror work looking. in this oh, bat. Yeah, there's some, yeah, there's some good mirror work in this guy. I love when he first becomes uh, Colin and she like goes in and she's just like looking at that shaft. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've all been there, man. <laughs> well, that's exactly what you got to do when uh, you're in a new body. It's true. I, uh, yeah, man. I, uh, you reminded me. So, what? What's your what's your favorite scene? Do you think? I, I, I only. We quit doing that kind of, but I know, I know, right? We don't really like. But get you reminded part, me but. when you're talking about the calibrating that it's just like the scene. Like, there's a lot of shit that's disturbing and like uh, unsettling, but like the scene where Collins gets the upper hand, the other guy comes and is like kind of re- trying to recalibrate her manually with his like old dusty equipment. And it's yeah. like the click on click off of like inside her mind. And it, like, it goes all red every time he clicks it. Oh, and then like that is Colin sick. like walks yes. in as like his personality is like coming forward. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that shot, the- that sequence is so but haunting to me. Like it is. I, for- right. I forgot about it. I got like, when you first see him walk through the frame and then it cuts and then it comes back and he's there. Like, it just gets me every time. Um, yeah. I love that. that. I wanted to go back and all rewatch the, that because I fucking love that sequence. Right. I like. I really do like all the, all the like, psychic, psychotropic stuff, whatever. That, well, that, it was really that creative in-camera type shit, which was fucking dope. I loved how, what I loved, this isn't necessarily a scene. I know that's what, oh my God, that's what, dude, that's like. Oh, like there's like barely any CG. There's CG to clean some stuff up and take yeah. some effects out. But like beyond that, they didn't really use CG to create any of the. Oh, it's crazy and camera work. It's all camera work. Yeah. Really good prosthetic. Like, they literally just used like Photoshop to touch up the photos, but like they didn't. It's all shot. In, it's like in, the wax. Like the prosthetic figures like when, dude, melting when, away. When the face, <laughs> the wax figures melting away when the face pops in. Oh, that's like dude. all that stuff is all that stuff is beautiful like that is that's the body horror that i'm like i'm there that for that face you know? it's, pop it's scares not, me and it's dude, cool because it's just like that's the scene that's what bro. brandon <laughs> that's what brandon is doing is he's kind of he's like the he's 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 a zoomer man he's coming in with it and he's like he's making it he is making it a little different he's putting his own twist on it yeah. you know so it's not as goopy and so it's like i think that's what's kind of hard it's like if i didn't know this wasn't or if I, you know if it's like the whole nepotism and stuff makes me like want to compare him to his dad but I really shouldn't because it's like he holds up on his own. I really like it. Yeah, if if I didn't Uh, know, oh, Brandon Cronenberg, the son of David Cronenberg, if I just saw this movie and had no idea, uh, I wouldn't be any less impressed. You know what I mean? I would still, and I might not even, even though it does feel kind of Cronenbergian, but not in the same way though. You're right. Like it's not like these weird deformations because everything that's super odd is like this way to visually show he's like the internal struggle right and it's like everything else that's happening like the whole masks and their like faces being melted together and it like breaks apart like that's all a interesting way to show this internal conflict but everything that's happening in the real world is just this grinding visceral close-up fucking disturbing but like kind of sexy violence like i don't know what it is man it's and that that's what that's not my that's what i'm saying it's not my favorite scene but i think when she's like a really good agent like when she becomes colin she like does it's like she gets her like briefing and i, I think that scene's really beautiful when like she's getting the briefing and they're standing in the projector you know and it's like it just like looks it looks beautiful like where they're standing and i don't know that's that's kind of cool it's like a little touch but uh when she like is colin and like she's like 
playing it out. And so people are like, you're acting kind of strange today. And like, I think she's kind of like breaking a little bit, you know, and it's like kind of weird. It was like that part, it like intrigued me. And I'm like, I'm sure on a second rewatch, I'll kind of get more of it. But what I got, I really enjoyed. Like when they go and they're doing Coke and he's like looking at the picture and he's like, who is this? And like, you can tell, like, she's like breaking a little bit. And it's like, no, yeah, it's those little details. It works like for what she's doing as an agent to try and destabilize like, oh, to sell the narrative that he's losing it. Sell the narrative that he's losing it so that but like, it's so funny because the only people who would know, I guess, are like peripheral people like her friends might be like yeah he was acting weird that day when we were partying or something you know it's like it's but weird it's, it's like it is her but, but he's he and he plans on killing everybody who's like closest to him so yeah. it's kind of interesting like you know but it's cool that you would build that and it's like her struggle yeah because it's like they're she's having those all these weird moments and then uh J- jennifer jason lee's like what's going on he's like everything's normal like it's totally good yeah, everything's great yeah. and it's like but we know that it's just like she's kind of having a hard time with it. And it's like, I don't know. It's just this weird disconnect and this like loss of identity. Well, he, and that's what this it, whole movie I mean, ends up being about. It's like this very much about like identity and then the loss of it. Like she loses everything well, that I makes think, her boss. But, she's just a killer now. Think, you know what I mean? Well, right. And I think that's, I think it's like, it's less than maybe even not. I don't think it's loss of identity for me personally. I, I took well, this in as like, she finally, like, she finally true, found. Yeah. Becoming right, her true right. She like internal self. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, and it's but it is like you said the the mentor mentee. It's kind of sad because now it's like she has she has become the like whatever the master. You know she like because her uh, the girl was like Jennifer Jason Leigh the whole time was like oh man back in the day I used to be so great you know and now you're my you are my prodigy like you're gonna be and, and she's a little best. off and she's like proud about it almost like now or whatever you know, yeah like yeah. wants to be she is, is like the, the mentor. Best. Yeah. The best and like, I, like has the standard and like even the one guy who comes to programmers like I've heard so much about you. You're the fucking yeah. I can't believe I'm actually meeting you. Well, and so I'm excited because uh, there's supposed to be a sequel. The wor- good because the world cu- building is really good. Right. And the world and like you could live in the I would I could live in this world again. So a hundred percent like yeah. it seems like there could be a lot of stories told through that. Like I wouldn't even want to see necessarily Voss's story. I want to see a no. totally right. Different I, I would possessor. like her to just be something yeah, with the yeah, company. Yeah. Like uh, we could learn a little bit more about like the company and like something know, that happens what, there. Another what is the type company? Possessor. Just, they're just a they're secret just, company. They're just right? some. They're, not, they're just some. They don't have a name. Right? Organization, okay, cool. man. I'm, I bet there's. I bet somewhere there's like there's like a, a like an insignia or some yeah. sort of. Like, some sort of branding of the name. There definitely is in the building that. that she comes out of at the beginning, but it's just like, I yeah, feel I like that's not like a set office. They seem like the kind of place they would move around. Sure, you know what yeah. I mean? Like they just rent out a floor and just fucking yeah. do it. Just so secretive. But the, I think the thing, the, the face mask would, I would have, that's very Cronenberg. I would have definitely that's one, watching, yeah. watching this movie. I would have been like, Oh, that's that takes from Cronenberg hardcore. Yeah, the big one, like I said, is like when their faces were like melted together and it like cr- yeah. breaks away like a fucking pe- piece of peanut brittle. She's like, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah, totally. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm me. Don't kill me. And then he stabs his <laughs> stabs his brain chip, um, which is dope. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. So I like the yeah. approach because it's like it's a possession movie. It, obviously, possessor. And right. I think that's also kind of what was so interesting about Get Out is it had like it took this like idea of possession of someone else's body. And that's like what's so deeply unsettling is like when you aren't you 
anymore. And someone else just basically takes over who you are, um, possesses you. And it's not some devil. It's not some demon. It's not some fucking ghost. It's, you know, it's got this like sci-fi, the science spin on it. It makes it, yeah, the science, it makes it so cool. cool. And it's like, you know how hard, I know how hard you are for like this lo-fi sci-fi and like the aesthetic of the, like, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. This world chamber of, she's got like the lean to nice plush couch so she can like, whisper in her ear oh like yeah right, right right like it almost seems like it's like that's what's so great is when you when you make it it's like that whatever that like the futurism of that uh, like the 50s or 60s like it seems so that like that piece of furniture seems like it was built in like 1960 but but it's supposed to be you know, this is like this is like 20 you know 50 yeah. <laughs> like it's it's like, i know it's supposed to be i get kind of jealous yeah. watching it because i'm like Oh, this is what I would have done with Dreamer if I was cool and had money. I know, like, <laughs> I know, right? Go check out Dreamer on YouTube. You can. Uh, short, I don't even know. I guess I don't. Film. I don't know how you. I don't know how you'd find it. It's Dreamer on. It's on something. there somewhere. somewhere. Uh, I'm gonna put it on the Lost Bard channel eventually. But oh, okay, uh, cool. Anyway, did uh, you got a money minute for me? You said you wanted yeah, to tell can, me about that. I know. Yeah. So my little secret is uh, there's <laughs> no information little... out there. There's no more. <laughs> there's no. It like uh. What happened? Your little this, secret. this little this little film of ours here that we were watching, it came out in 2020, and it if premiered you, if in you like don't January 20. Yeah, if you weren't around for, <laughs> if you're if you're two years old, you didn't realize you you weren't you weren't part of something. Something happened worldwide, and uh, we all took a we all took a time out. There's a lot of 60 um, year olds that. <laughs> Don't that, pretend like it that, didn't happen. So. Oh, I, oh, I thought you were going to say there's a lot of six-year-olds that took a permanent timeout. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that, that also. COVID, COVID, yeah, COVID was brutal. We can we can laugh about it now. But uh, so um, SARS COVID-19 showed up at our doorstep and caused this movie to have like a fucking weird, rocky release. And it like did really well in, it did like critically well in Sundance. But it had such a limited release due to COVID that it made it technically made a million dollars. We'll see what happens when it gets its like because there there's supposed to be um like a sorry I don't know if it's going to be Criterion or who whoever gets it there's going to be a release and they'll probably make a lot back on that yeah there's going to be like a comment commentary track and all this I think this would have made a lot more money because it's like it's it's I, yeah. it's sort of niche with how extreme it is like if they wouldn't have been so violent like I think it could have been a little more mainstream but it's like I'm glad uh, yeah, I know. I'm glad that it just it stuck to its guns and, and he stuck to his vision with it uh, other than the cuts to make an R rating I get but if know, I but. if I had to if I had to guess um, because we've been doing money minutes now for a long ass time here and we kind of get the vibe. I wouldn't be surprised if this was made for like 5 million. Like I could, I was going to say that, yeah, like 10 but I bet tops. 12. Yeah. 12. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying like five to 12 yeah. is going to be my, that's my, that's my, that's my healthy guess. You know, it, it's doesn't have like huge names and it's not like it doesn't, it literally could all be shot in like one fancy mansion and two apartments. Yeah. Like it looks re- great. You know, Really, like it's got like the really soft, intimate look, but because of that, it's like there's very little like exteriors. Mm. Like, what there is is like the apartment and then the one office building. Like, yeah, it's all very right, close, soft focus. Like, spent the money on the fucking whatever, can't whatever the cinematography they were using. I mean, I think, I think they had a good crew, like their money, like, right, 
whatever, it however much it costs, they they put it in. Like the only way I'd be surprised is, is if this was like thirty million or something, which there's no way. But no, that would and that would be like God, if it if I find, if I come to find out that it was like twenty six million or something, I'll kind of I might be a little disappointed. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's no way. But dude. it's like it's like it's like, yeah, it's like nine. I, I feel like there's no way. Yeah. Right, right, right. It has, it has to be. That's um, why I'm even saying. Like, I think this money, this movie would have done, had done well because, like you said at the time, they still were trying to figure out how to do like that home release. They kind of now they they turn around on fucking I don't know for what some of you whippersnappers it used to be like movies <laughs> in theaters and then you know like nine months later it'll come out on you know VHS and DVD or whatever and uh, or like a year and now. It's like it, it. There was still the gap was getting smaller and smaller, but COVID made it where it's like, it took them a minute to be like, okay, shit's also releasing, premiering on demand, right? Or it's like on demand a week later or whatever. But right when this came out, because I watched it, I rented it, I remember, and I watched it because I I saw something about it on like Reddit or something, and I'm like, oh, that looks cool, and so I was excited to watch it, and I rented it, but I remember it was kind of a pain in the ass, because they're like. It was early on where it's like, ah, we don't want to just release this to be at home now, but like, what the fuck else are we going to do? Like, it did take them like Hollywood and like a year to be like, do we just release it? Is it stream? Do we put it on a streaming platform? Now we have like Amazon cinema at home, you know? So, uh, I think this movie would have done well otherwise, especially if it would have gone on now, would have gone on some streaming service. So I feel like it got kind of fucking gypped that way. Unlike financially, but obviously, critically did, and I mean, audiences he, loved it. So right, and he got he got he Infinity got, Pool, yeah, he, financing for that, and you know, like you said, maybe a, a sequel coming up or whatever. So as long well, as he right, gets right, more right, work, yeah. man, I'm into it. Yeah, I'm I'm there for it. I'll watch it. Like I, I I've been I've been like, you know, in pleasantly surprised with his work. I guess is what I'll say. Like it's like you know, so it's it's always just good to like to have that. a. Seeing new directors, you know what I mean? Fresh faces. It's like we are yeah. starting to get in this new age of like, oh, yeah, oh, we got Ari Aster and fucking Edgars and like all I these know. guys. Well, we need, we got, we got all these like 30 year old directors new, now. Yeah, the new generation like of Cronenberg. Like, yeah, I want like, that because for the last 10 years, it's all like a lot of it's been like, it, I'm looking forward to Tarantino, who's been around for two decades, Scors- Scorsese, who's been around for literally for, fucking forever. <laughs> for 50 decades. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's like, it is nice to see like these new directors kind of coming into, especially as huge horror fans like us into this space and kind of doing something new with it and like having their own creative voices. And so it's just like, I want him. Cause we talk about sometimes we're like, Oh, I thought this guy was going to be the next big thing. What happened? Yeah, I, I don't right. want this to be Brendan Cronenberg. I want, I don't want him to make another move, his fourth movie and be like a fucking bomb. And then he and- disappear. Just goes in like I'm yeah. I'm rooting for him because it's like right. I like how weird they're getting too. Like Bo is afraid with Ari Aster. Like he's got the fucking permissions to go off the hook, and it's like I want to I want to keep seeing where Brendan well, Cronenberg's mind will take us. You know, I want to see what yeah, other shit right. he's got up his sleeve for sure. Uh, yeah, I got a couple one. I got a couple reddits for you if you can fucking handle it. I would love to hear from our beautiful redditors. Okay, so the Parsnipley who. Uh, I appreciate when he, when he pokes, uh, yeah. pokes his voice in there. So Parsnipley says, uh, I just watched this for the second time a couple weeks ago, so I'll skip it today, but it's great. 
I loved how they depicted the two characters fighting over control of the body in interesting and creepy ways. Uh, that's the sort of thing that can only really be done in cinema, and I love it. Great horror movie on top of that with an interesting concept and the right amount of gore. Jennifer Jason Lee rules. Uh, couldn't agree yeah. more with all that. Right. Like, every time I watch shit like this that's done in such an interesting way, like uh, I write I write books, and I'm always like, every time I see a movie that's like has moments like that, I'm like, fuck books, man. I want to make movies. I, <laughs> like, I know, make it. But it's so it hard. <laughs> it like, yeah, and that's what, God, that is, it is fun to like, to see like cinema really did get everything together. It's like you you can I mean I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's like well, there's something, clearly there's different there's different genres. Something you know, to the artistic that does but, something in your gut that is like certain sequences in film that can only happen in film that fucking right, have yeah. such an impact on me. And obviously it take, I mean well, yeah, all other like, film lovers out the, there, but all the dimensions that that work with film, it's like when it comes together and that's what that like surreal scenes do that like it tells it tells everything you need to know in the story with like no dialogue and that's usually like when you that's usually when i'm the most impressed yeah. in a film is when it's like there's no you, you don't need dialogue to explain it yeah they don't dump it on you it's just it's very much just and there's like there's so but, much you can do the thing that bums me out it's like i'll try and write a scene uh in like a book or something and it's like i, I feel like i do okay but it's like there's there's so many things that can just be said with like oh look you know what I mean? Like right, a facial expression right. or like a music combined with something happening that you can't convey with any other medium, man. Uh, that is just difficult. I guess except for when video games want to be movies. But, you know, they just sure. Just, but, they just but I think even then it's like even then you lose the you lose that momentum when you play a video game. If you don't have the pacing correct. Yeah. Then you you lose you lose well, that aspect. That's of a whole it. other so conversation. I, but, but video games are a beautiful art form because of what they bring in course, with yeah. like player interaction. But right. if you don't combine, if it's just like I don't know, like you have your a cutscene that's basically wants to be a movie, and then in a cut, like you have to really yeah. walk the line to make it be as effective as a film can be. Because a film or like you know cinema like can if done right, and if you are the kind of person that's susceptible to it can be like so engrossing once you're really caught up in it and has a flow. Whereas like video games with gameplay, it's hard to like mash them together. Only the greats really can manage to do that, which we are getting more of too. So well, dude, this with this, with this month, I think that's, I think this, you just kind of like, I just, I just thought of like why I love horror tober so much. And it's because we get to go through such a catalog of film and see like all of it. And especially cause horror, horror gets like, <laughs> gets nothing it's no recognition I but know. yet horror can tell such a good fucking story Everything. and so it pushes the it, like, boundaries to, it can tell any fucking yeah. story horror is right, right, the, right. the go and, <laughs> like, and it's there it's like it is it's there too the, the, the point of it is to like elicit a very strong emotion and so some people just can't handle it and it's like I, just, I love it though I love the stories you can tell and we like we've watched so many terrible movies this month and i love every single one of them same <laughs> like, yeah it's like and it's for like some, uh, for some bit of a reason you know it's like once you get into them finite and you talk about that movie alone there's times where you can be like i don't like this and this and this but like in the overall arcing of just film in general i love I, I agree it. I and that's the thing with horror i mean we and spent it's impressive we spent 20 minutes talking about slashers before we even rolled on the air <laughs> yeah, you know before, what I mean? <laughs> yeah right because we were like we were trying to define what a slasher even is so <laughs> 
anyways, we'll, we'll, that, we'll definitely bring that up when yeah, we, we do the we November wrap-up. It's going to be such a long slashers. episode if Pablo it's gonna be comes a good, on. I do. Pablo better come on, and I want, like, <laughs> I'm hoping Victoria will come. It'll be, yeah, we're hope, I'm hoping for another another roundup here where we get everybody together I'll be to talk about it. Uh, all right, but I got, I got, one, got one, one. one more Reddit. So, Cones of yeah. People 2 says, first watch, I watched the uncut version, and I quite liked this. This felt like a very modern sci-fi with a huge dose of body horror and self-identity. It really reminded me of shows like The Peripheral or Altered Carbon. Both I want to see. Oh, dude, yeah. Altered Carbon's great. Yeah, I want to... Yeah, Peripheral looks good, too. Uh, there was some really nice cinematography and the body jump transitions and later the two people in one body effects were great. Uh, did a, a great job of shifting the uh, internal identity of the male character at the end. Uh, it was understated and seamless. The horror stuff was good, too. The gore was intense enough to make me cringe, and the face mask scenes were unsettling. The ending was a bit rough around the edges, and I think it could have been just a little more coherent, but all in all, a very good film. I think this could have made a great six-part series with a bigger scope and a bigger budget. Um, that's the, that's the, that's a mark of a... There's something in, but We say that all the time where it's like, man... It can be good or bad to be like wanting more like that. Wa- like, right, right, right. It, like, it makes me nervous too to think like, would would I want more of this? And like I like another movie, I feel like I would, but I honestly don't know if I'd want like a series of this show. If it was done like, just like, like this, maybe in like different, but yeah, it'd be hard. But it'd to, be like devs or something. Like I feel like they would just talk yeah. to They would get too into like the did tech you, side. Did you of finally it. watch devs? No, I didn't watch all of it. Ah, oh, you bitch. But so I know, I but know, it, I know. But, but, it, but that's but, no, you're like, right that's though. My fear, you're right, right? Because like, devs, yeah, like devs is good. It's really fucking good. But it's like yeah. it hits hard at the beginning and it hits right. hard at the end, and then like the middle arc is just pretty boring. And if they cut out all the middle, tightened it up, and made one long two and a half hour movie, it, fucking right. incredible. It <laughs> like, right, it could have. That's the whole thing. That's kind of what I mean. It's like it's weird because I we do this podcast for a long time. And every time I like think about it, I'm like, Oh, this movie, like most movies I'm like, would be cool to get like a, you get the six part series. But then it's like, Oh no, that's like, well, I'm just glad probably we... not like not, obviously, yeah. but it's like, well, having the like constraints one... of being a little bit smaller is, is nice, but I'm just glad we live yeah. in an era where it's like, we are getting more limited series. I mean, you were talking about the fall yeah. of house of usher and yeah. I'm glad we can tell these more long form stories. Like, I mean, I even saw an interview with David Fincher recently where he was talking about like, oh, this is the space to be in when he was talking, it was years ago, but he was talking about like, like Mindhunter. Yeah. He was talking about before Mindhunter even when he was talking about like Netflix's oh. first show house of cards, he's like, oh, this oh, is, yeah. this is like the way. Cause it's like, you can do what you can with cinema, but more long form. And if done right, I'm just glad we live in that era where it's a possibility. Cause 10, 15 years ago, it would be unthinkable to be like, this would be better as a show. It'd be like, fuck no, wouldn't most shows suck. Right. <laughs> like, no, right, right, right. No, I, I totally agree. But I think it's funny because the shit is like, what is that? Cyclical or whatever? What's that word C- called? Cyclical. Like, yeah. It like cyclical. comes around. Like, it just comes around because back in the day, it was like all movies were three hours plus. Like, no, yeah. like every, well, every wanna, movie made was like, you know, it's I'm like dying made to go, like a six hour movie. That's just normal. That that's was just like, how it is. All like, movies were like, yeah, yeah three hours. Which I'm dying yeah. to go see. I'm going to go see Killers of the Flower Moon hopefully this weekend. And that's a three I, and a half hour runtime. So I got to yeah. prepare, my, yeah, prepare my bladder for it. You know? <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to bring like a piss cup. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just bring like something I can hook up to my leg or they something need, and not get arrested. I think that's the that's the future, man. It's like you need like a pause. Everyone Bring needs, back <laughs> intermissions, <laughs> baby. Like if, you're, yeah, if your movie right. is like two and a half hour plus, 
given an intermission. Two. I wonder if he'll do. I mean, uh, Hateful Eight had an intermission, so I wonder if they'll do that. Yeah, yeah, Hateful Eight did. Well, and and that was the Hateful Eight's an interesting one because that came out as a movie, and then they recut it as a four part miniseries. Well, and that like worked really well. I know that is a cool idea where it's like it would be cool. I mean, I know that it's it's the finite money and then like all the restrictions and like getting a movie made is like it's it's an incredible feat. And it would be cool, though, if like Perfect World, you could make your movie and then a movie is almost like the preview to like the movie's the first episode and then you could make like a six part. Yeah, you know? honestly, that would be though, cool right. It's like they, that, they've like that kept kind of talking because, I mean, we we're talking about Mike Flanagan. They originally were going to be like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess that's kind of what they try to do with like Marvel and stuff where it's like, oh, the movie ties into the show, ties into the movie. But then they got too up their own butt about it. But it's just like one coherent story or something. They talked about doing the Dark Tower that way is what I mentioned originally. It's like they were going to do a show and then like the one movie because like the fourth book is all flashback. And so they're going to do that a movie or whatever. But but yeah, man, I uh, I don't know. Movies are cool. Horror movies are great. And Possessor is fucking dope. Um, It was great. Yeah. I'm really glad. I, I wish my wife would have watched it because I think she would have liked it. And so, uh, next, and I told her, you know, I'll watch it again one day for sure. Yeah, and you got it. Yeah, she'll watch get, it. She, I, yeah, I could see her liking this a lot. Victoria liked it. So she likes, you know, uh, she, she likes gratuitous sex and violence and so, like right. a sleek, sleek looking modern movie like, like this, she'll be into. Yeah. She always, she was bummed because I told her how violent Terrifier 2 was. And she's like, oh, that sounds cool. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. She, has, she awesome. hasn't seen Terrifier 2 yet? Oh, man. I know. And it's funny. It's funny because, like, I don't know. It's weird. I find this movie more violent than Terrifier 2. But that, I well, guess it's, it's violent in a different like Because it's, it's, right. Uh, it's all fake. But yeah, it's like, t- I Terrifier it. is more gory. Yeah, sure. This yeah. movie feels more, like, violent, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Uh, so, anyway. Um, that's all I got to say about it. I mean, I could sit and talk about yeah, fucking bud. more horror movies and stuff. I know we're, we're going to, we're going to in November, bud. We'll, we're we'll, get, we'll get to it. What? Let these nice people go home. I know. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. I, I hope you enjoy the movie and the episode and thank you for voting. Come watch the movies. We've got one more vote next week and then we're coming on the home stretch to Halloween. Uh, we got still a lot of good movies or a lot of cool horror movies. Wait, to look this is our to. third, this is our third podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Because we did Dracula. Oh, wow. We did Dracula. Oh, then, Bram Strokers. And then, and and then Tales, Tales from, from the Hood. Yeah. And then oh, and oh, God. I don't even. I don't want it to end, man. I want to keep going. Well, it's like month, all a blur. I'm already like, strong. it's the 20th. And I'm like, oh, man, we're getting there <laughs> Yeah, I guess already. that's true. It's, yeah, the 20th already. Damn. Oh. Well, tonight's then, Maniac. So hopefully yeah. you guys out there in podcast land have watched it. Yeah, go watch Maniac. Uh, both of them. We This is the one back-to-back remakes that we wanted to do. See how they stand up. So, yeah, it should be fun. So, go check those out. And then, obviously, we'll talk about them at the end of the month. Uh, everyone, thanks for coming to the Reddit. Check out the Patreon. I know we've, we've been getting a lot of participation. It's fantastic. I love you guys. Keep it going. We're we're coming on. We'll we'll get – the Reddit is where we are mainly active. Yeah, um, yeah come, so to the, come, come to the Reddit, Reddit and, and, comment. and post on there because we'll, it's like – We try to we try to get to everybody and comment back. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bye. Check it out. So, okay. Bye bye now. Um, yeah. Now we're gonna Patreon for life. Yeah, for life. Pa- Patreon, please. Okay, see ya. All right. Bye.